Our first reading is from John 21. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, the two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into a boat, and that night they caught nothing. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, do you have any fish? They answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some. So they cast it. Now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. The disciple whom Jesus loved, therefore, said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work. He threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, about a hundred yards off. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with fish laid on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you've just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come have breakfast. Now, none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to them, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you're old, you'll stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you don't want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was going to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me. Grace, mercy and peace be to you, too from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And if Wendy, if you'd like to come in, that'd be nice. All right. Here's my sermon that I wrote yesterday for you guys. Um, All of Jesus's work is done. It is finished. But in his stead, and by his command, the work of his sent ones, his apostles, is just beginning. And so there's more that the teacher must teach them to see.
So for the third time, Jesus reveals himself to his disciples, this time by the Sea of Tiberias. Only seven of his disciples are there, which I find very interesting. I wonder if there's something to do with the seven number uh, that makes John want uh, to mention that. At Peter's instigation, they return from, or they return to a work that previously defined them before they belonged to him, to Jesus. So they go in their boat and they fish. But because Jesus now has a related but new work in mind for them to be fishers of men, and because Jesus decidedly um, has made a new day to dawn for those who are his brothers in the light of the world, that night, in his absence, as is fitting, they catch nothing. However, early in the morning, with first light and dawning of a new day, the risen sun, the light of the world, appears on the shore. But because there is more that the teacher must teach them to see, because, as is the case with all of us, even though Jesus is risen and victorious, even though they now know him, as he must be in the end, be known. The lingering influence of darkness clings to them still, just like you or me. Initially, they see, but they don't see. Even though they have the Spirit now, even though they're sent by Jesus to forgive and bind sins, they see Jesus standing on the shore, but they don't know it's Jesus. Therefore, he who speaks so that they may see speaks again, addressing them as children of God, which they now are. He, uh, they're in communion with their brother, who's God's son, very strangely. The teacher asks them a leading question. He who is the bread of life, who gives bread that is his very own flesh and his own blood for all the world to eat and drink, he tests them again. He asks God's children if thus far their gospel-less fishing, this human work that they do impulsively, it's what they know. Has this fishing left them with anything to eat? Sadly, ironically, predictably, their answer is no. So Jesus instructs them to do it again, but by his word. Heeding the word of God made flesh by this boat and by his word, their net is suddenly so full of fish they're unable to bring it back into the boat. Though physically uh, imposing Peter will drag it all in himself later on. And so true to what has been characterized of him recently or previously, the beloved disciple John is the first to see rightly that it is Jesus who is speaking with them. And so John tells Peter, heeding the word of the beloved disciple John, Peter takes his clothes, 
that he had taken off to work, he puts them on and he jumps into the ocean and he comes first. I mean, I would too if John beat me to the tomb earlier. The others remain in the boat. They follow with the boat. They drag to shore the net, uh, what is full of fish. They encounter a charcoal fire and a meal for them of bread and flesh that is already prepared. Prepared for them by the one who is the bread given for the life of the world that is his own flesh. Jesus instructs them to keep and bring with them these fish that they've caught. Though the fish are great and numerous, none are lost, just like the good shepherd's flock. The net is not torn like it was when he first called them. Gathering, fed, feeding, gathering into the net, these pastors are also fed. Fed, in turn, they are charged with the pastoring of the sheep of the good shepherd, sheep who must also be fed, fed with the same bread, which is the bread of life. No, they don't endeavor to ask him, who are you? The breaking of the bread makes him known, makes him present among them, just like it will go on to make him present with them for the next 2,000 years. And on the basis of this experience of him and his word, they know who he is. They don't ask anything. Instead, he enlists and instructs them. Peter denied Jesus three times. And so the all-knowing Jesus... He shows what he knows to Peter. He asked Peter not once but three times, do you love me? Because the love of Jesus, which is the example to which he summons all who are his own, it's uncommon. It summons Peter, the rest of the disciples, all disciples, all pastors, to lay down their lives for the sake of Jesus' sheep. And so Jesus presses this point with Peter again and again, trying to drill into our hearts as pastors how we're to love Jesus now. How every Christian is to love Jesus now. Peter, in the midst of a dark night of his soul that many pastors find themselves in, especially in this difficult time of coming off Lent and Easter and all sorts of stuff is picking back up again. Peter acknowledges Jesus that he knows maybe a little bit too well. Jesus says, you know everything, Lord. You know that I love you. And so Jesus responds so as to make plain, starting with Peter, the kind of self-sacrificial love he demands that he'll require of them, he concludes to Peter, follow me. Follow me even if your people treat you like garbage. Follow me even if you have to make great sacrifices on a daily basis, even if it's of your reputation, 
your principles, your family, your love. Follow me. They hated me first. Follow me. You've loved me since you were little. You excelled and understood more than the others in Sunday school. You stayed faithful through college. You went to seminary. I know you've always loved me. I'm Jesus. But now I need you to love me in this way. Feed my lambs. Tend my sheep. Feed my sheep. Be their pastor. Follow me.